Hello and welcome to Afternoonified, the podcast where men ruin everything. I'm Ryan. And I'm Emily. No, seriously, historically speaking, they ruin absolutely everything. You may be asking, why the hatred of men? Well, I can give you a thousand reasons, but one is specific to this podcast. (laughs) I just want to put it out there that I have a boyfriend and I love him. But yes, historically speaking, men ruin everything. Um, If you're that special someone who said that they subscribed to this podcast, what's up? hey hey guys. Welcome. (laughs) Um, So today we are going to be, first of all, trying out a little bit of a new format. Yeah, a little different this time around. Um, Instead of us both doing the research and then coming together (laughs) and arguing about it, um, instead we're just going to take turns doing the research and then teaching each other. So... This week, I'm going to be learning with you. About cults. Hooray, cults! <laughs> this is actually a listener request. Um, oh. I'm going to see who requested it so we can give him the proper shout-out. Um, I do read your tweets. We read everything you send. Not that you bitches send much. <laughs> That's a little yeah. harsh. It was a little harsh. Yeah. But I, I, I just want to get to know you guys, and I can't if you don't talk to me. Um, so cults is the topic for discussion today. Not a specific cult. I made it very, like, a... Generic. A very big point of not doing a specific cult. Sam's Club cults. Sam's Club cults. Um, I wanted to talk about more the psychology of cults, um, why someone would join a cult, and what to look for in a cult leader. Not like you're shopping for one, but, like, if they're displaying the, you know... But I mean, like, if you need to shop for one, you'll know what to look for. Also, uh, quick apology if you guys hear what sounds like footsteps and popping sounds during the episode. We record in a conference room, and they're doing construction on the floor above us, so it's a little noisy in here. Yeah, um, we can't tell them to be quiet, so... Yeah, we can't construction more quietly. So that's just going to be part of our life today. Oh, so um, this request comes from Billy who, if I'm not mistaken, was actually one of our first donors who is getting a postcard because I ordered them and they arrived yesterday and they do exist. Yes. So everyone donate because we are going to send you a postcard if you do. It's true. Um, I, we'll post a picture of them, mm-hmm. what they look like. But Yeah. Just make sure that after you donate, you send us a quick message on our website and give us your address or else we're going to have a whole lot of postcards and a whole lot of names and no one to send them to. Um, but if you have donated, your postcard will be going out shortly. Which um, means you should have it by the time this posts, by the time you're listening to this. Yeah, we should write that postcard out yeah. um, when we finish recording. Anyway, cults and the psychology of being in a cult yes. and what to look for in a cult and what is a cult and was it is not a cult. Yes, cults. Yeah. So... Let's start with the basics, the definition of a cult. All right. Um, let me fucking tell you that it is impossible to lock down a definition of a cult nowadays. I mean, yeah. Because no one wants to consider themselves a cult, so a lot of religions... But everyone is. <laughs> a lot of religions on their websites have actually posted, like, why we're not a cult, what a cult actually is. So everyone's just taking the definition of cult and adjusting it so they aren't one. Yes. But dictionary-wise, actually, it's not the dictionary definition. It's the definition for English learners from Merriam-Webster. It felt like the most useful. Um, So a cult is a small religious group that is not part of a larger and more accepted religion and that has beliefs regarded by many people as extreme or dangerous. A situation, or this is an alternate definition, a situation in which people admire and care about something or someone very much or too much, or a small group of very devoted supporters or fans, which is why we say that movies have cult followings. That makes sense. Um, So that's the definition I'm going to be working off of. It includes widespread religions like Mormonism. Which I still consider to be a cult, but I don't have time to fucking get into that. And don't even get me started on Christianity. Technically, wouldn't all religions... Yes. I mean, if they're dangerous, okay. I suppose. The technical definition of a cult is small, so that's how Mormonism, Christianity, it's Judaism, as a cult Islam, they all big. get... Yeah. Big. <sighs> yeah. Religion is just 
cult on crack. And I'm not shitting on religion. I just want to put that out there. I am. Okay. Well, (laughs) you believe what you want to believe. If you're not hurting anyone, it doesn't fucking matter. But that's the whole point of this whole cult business is that they are hurting people. Exactly. So I am shitting on their religion. (laughs) Um, Just wait till we get to some of the stuff these people believe because it's... um, it's crazy. Oh, goody. Um, so, we're going to start out talking about some cults that you might have heard of. Um, I said in my notes that I wasn't going to get super into, like, all of these, but then I made the notes. Yeah, and, and of course, knowing you, I researched. Yes. Um, actually, I'm not going to lie to you. I did most of my research after 8.30 last night, <laughs> and I go to bed at 11. <laughs> so... I'm not going to get super into what they believe in, how they got started, because if you want a lot of information on that, I can just tweet at me. I will send you links to people who can tell you, Mm -hmm. Uh, because over the last couple weeks, I have listened to 14 hours worth of podcasts on various cults, watched three documentaries and wanted to kill myself. Yeah. So Emily is the master. (laughs) All hail Lord Emily. Um, We will start a cult around her. Yeah. That's the dream. (laughs) Anyway, so if you want specific sources for information on any of these, let me know and I'll hook you up. The first one that you might have heard of is the People's Temple, which are the people who are behind Jonestown. Hmm. Um, Jonestown was the informal name for the People's Temple Agricultural Project formed by the People's Temple, an American religious organization under the leadership of one Jim Jones. Was this the Kool-Aid one? Yes. Okay. I just got to make sure I'm keeping these straight. I'm learning with everyone else. Um, and it was their people's temple, Jonestown, was located in... Jonestown? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Can you pronounce this? Um, which word are we looking at? Uh, Guyana? Guyana? I think that's in South America. Uh, I know that it's in energy drinks. No, that's not the same thing. Oh, that's Guarana. Yes. Close enough. Um, I think it's in South America... Don't quote me on that. Yeah, Jonestown is like the one that I, I didn't. Thought it was in like Africa or something. It might be. I might also be thinking of the plot of the sacrament, which is about a Jonestown as <laughs> cult that is in South America. My so point... The point is, we have no idea where Jonestown was. Okay, this is the one that I researched the least. <laughs> um, so it became internationally known on November 18th, 1978, when a total of 918 people died in the community. Um, 918? That's how many people? 918. 909 of which were Americans. Um, All but two of these people died from apparent cyanide poisoning um, in an event that was called a revolutionary suicide by Jim Jones and some of the members on a tape that was made um, of events prior to the mm-hmm. suicide, which I listened to about half of, and it bummed me out real hard. Yeah. And Jim sure. Jones is one of those people that, like, the longer he keeps talking, the more you start to agree with him, which... That's kind of the whole thing. That's the whole thing, and we'll get into that later. Yeah. quality of a cult leader, there you go. Um, the poisonings in Jonestown were followed by the murder of five other people by um, temple members, including United States Congressman Leo Ryan, um, and Jim Jones ordered those murders to take place. Um, Why? Why did he want to murder those people? I mean, I understand, like, I mean, I don't understand the mass suicide, but it seems like it's taken it kind of a big step further to reach out beyond the... The government, from what I understand, was getting very close to shutting the whole thing down. Um, I know, and Jim Jones panicked... And, you know, he was too pretty to go to prison, so he decided to was just hit this. No. Uh. He's an old man. Uh. Um, he kind of just decided to hit the self-destruct button on the entire thing. Mm. So, okay. um, while a lot of people refer to those events as a mass suicide, mm-hmm. uh, many others, including Jonestown survivors, actually consider it a mass murder. I mean, I mean, if you convince people to commit suicide, that's... That's murder. That's murder. Um, so, everyone who drank the poison did so under duress and more than a third of the victims 304 people were under the age of 18 it is the largest event of that kind in modern history and it resulted in the largest single loss of american sicilian sicilian life civilian life in a deliberate act until september 11th 2001 
So this is in the 70s, right? 78? 78. Wow. Yep. Jeez, it's so many people. So we went uh, 21 years yeah, without insane. having a loss of life that large, a loss of American lives. <coughs> yeah, definitely. That wasn't war. Ever. That wasn't war related. Yeah. So that's Jonestown in a very small nutshell. A pistachio shell. <laughs> pistachio, if you will. Alright, I like our pistachio sized Jonestown. Who's next? I will tell you after I Sorry, I ate some peanut M&M's earlier and there was a peanut lodged in the windpipe. Peanut me's. Peanut me's. <laughs> so the next one up is Heaven's Gate, which I think might be my favorite cult because they're so cute. They're Other... the ones that respond to emails, right? Yeah. Okay. They have a website. That's I still like up. one thing about each. That's it. So. I'm... Was Jonestown just the Kool-Aid thing? Yeah, I was like, Jonestown, Kool-Aid, Heaven's Gate, emails. emails. <laughs> So Heaven's Gate was an American UFO religious group, Ooh. meaning that they believed in that, aliens. Yes. <laughs> she just do the. I did, and the I ancient, whispered it. It made it really creepy. The ancient aliens, like yeah. Okay, uh, they were based in San Diego. Uh, they were founded in 1974 by Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles. On March 26, 1997, police discovered the bodies of 39 members of the group who had committed mass suicide in order to reach what they believed was an extraterrestrial spacecraft following Comet Hale-Bopp. Hale-Bopp? Yes, that's the name of the comet. All hail Hale-Bopp. I can see that. Yeah. Um, it sounds like Dude Where's My Car, they're all like, Zoltan, whatever the cult's name is. Zoltran, Zoltan, what was it called? I don't know, I've only seen that movie once. What? I noticed they do the Z with their hands, and they all, like, fill that. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so, Heaven's Gate was fun because they believed in UFOs, and uh, Marshall Applewhite was this cute little old man. Um, that didn't mean that the people didn't believe some fucking crazy stuff. And I think this is the group that all had, like, matching outfits and, like, shoes when they died. And that means that that's totally the cult that, like, they were making fun of in Dude, Where's My Car? Yes. Because they all wore bubble wrap, so. Well, I mean. I mean, they, I'm not saying Heaven's Gate wore bubble wrap, but I think they were making fun of Heaven's yes. Gate. Yes. Um, so. And I, th- I think I was listening to something where they were talking about how the day before or the day of the mass suicide, they all went to this cafe in the town near where they were, mm-hmm. um, and like, had a big dinner and, like, were all dressed in the same thing. Like, super culty. Like, that's what yeah, super that's culty. what you think of when I think of a cult. It's, like, people dressed in, like, the same tracksuit mm-hmm. and, like, smiling all the time. Yeah. Kind of like um, Amish people. Sorry. But, yeah. You see them, you're like, it's... It's weird. Know. It's weird. It is weird. So, um, on March 19th through the 20th, 1997, Marshall Applewhite taped himself speaking of a mass suicide, uh, saying that it was the only way to evacuate the Earth. <sighs> Sorry, this is not funny. I, I've i watched and listened to the, the taping. Um, so after claiming that the spacecraft was trailing... Um, Comet Hale-Bopp, Applewhite persuaded 38 people to commit suicide so that their souls could board the supposed spacecraft. Um, He believed that after their deaths, an unidentified UFO, which is... I don't know why I said it like that. An unidentified UFO? So a UFO? A UFO would take their souls to another level of existence. (sighs) It's gonna be next level, man. I can just see that. Um, Yeah. So, upside to this cult is that you had to be over 18 to join it, so no minors died. Oh, well, at least they had standards. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, my big question is how they fund this shit. Like, oh, who oh, funds this shit? I have an answer to that. Yes, um, please. So, at least in the case of Heaven's Gate and Jonestown, and I, another one we're going to talk about, which is the um, Rajneesh movement... Um, when members joined, they sold all of their belongings. Oh, and you give it to the cult. They, yeah, they basically liquidated all of their assets, including their houses, and gave it to the cult. So they had just all the money. Oh. So what you're saying is that starting a cult is a pretty lucrative business that I should be getting into. Yes. 
Um, and I, that's part of the reason that a lot of people did it. Um, but we will get into that later. So it's not always about mass suicide with cults. Like people assume that's the end game for a lot of them, but really that's either a self-destruct button or in the case of Heaven's Gate, like I think Marshall Applewhite like genuinely believed believed that UFOs were real. Did he try to kill himself with his buddies? Oh, okay. So he genuinely Jim Jones and Marshall Applewhite both died. Oh, Jim Jones committed suicide? Yes. With everyone else? Hold, please. Because if not, I'm going to go ahead and say that that's some bullshit and probably kill himself after the fact to cover his own ass. But if he killed himself (laughs) with them, then it means that they were like, you know. Oh, no. He definitely called for it to save his own ass Mm -hmm. because by killing everybody, then yeah. Um, He was fucking crazy. Um, he died. So Jim Jones actually died from a gunshot to the head. So he, it's suspected that he did kill himself. He did not drink the Kool-Aid. Is this where the phrase drink the Kool-Aid comes from? It's exactly where it comes from. Nice. Um, and actually it wasn't Kool-Aid. It was some like off-brand 70s era. It was was powdered juice that was mixed with cyanide. Basically yeah. Everyone that drank it knew they were going to be dying? Like, they knew what was yeah. in it? Okay. Um, I mean, it was forced by some of the higher-ups. Like, yeah. Um, if you want a good, like, proxy to the Jonestown mergers that are actually wanting to experience mm-hmm. human, like, actual human suffering, the movie The Sacrament is based very heavily on Jonestown. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it captures it really well. Yeah, it's it's a really good movie. So it's not always about mass suicide. Sometimes we get uh, terrorist attacks, um, usually of a biological nature, mm-hmm. unless we're talking about ISIS, which is a fucking cult. I'm just gonna, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the Rajneesh movement is local. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Yes. Uh, Rajneesh Param was a commune in Wasco County, Oregon. Um, It was briefly incorporated into the city in the 1980s and was populated with followers of the spiritual teacher Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh, later known as Osho. Um, He was also known as the sex guru. Oh. Um, He's from India, and a lot of his teachings had some grounds in, like, Buddhism and spiritualism. And, like, it was was okay stuff. Yeah. Aside from, you know... What they did. Yeah. Before we get into the terror attack, um, Portland saw a very big spike in homeless people around the 80s, and it continued to today. And Rajneesh Puram is actually considered part of the reason that happened, because... Yeah, you were telling me about this. Yeah. Yeah. They were trying to pump up their numbers for local elections. Mm -hmm. So they brought in a bunch of homeless people Mm -hmm. uh, from different cities around the country. um, And they basically gave them food and a place to stay and something to do Mm -hmm. within their community in exchange for them voting members of the Rajneesh movement into office in um, Antelope, which is the... Local town. The local town. Which is, like, middle of nowhere for yeah. any of you that aren't um, They were actually... Their goal was to take over the town. Yeah. But, like, way to set your goals real high. It's like, yeah, I want to take in, over this tiny town. It's in, um, like, eastern Oregon, too. I know. It's, like, literally in the middle of nowhere. There's um, nothing out there. I'm from that area, kind of. There's nothing there. There's nothing worth taking I over. I thought Antelope was die. closer to California. Is it? Yeah. It's, it's like, down in that corner. Maybe not eastern. No, it's eastern, but it's, like, eastern and down. Yeah, I lived in southern Idaho. I... Which is really close to California, Utah. Is it? Square. How the fuck is the... Uh, I'm very good at geography. Nevada, you know, all that. Whatever. Oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, anyway, so they were trying to take over the town, and they brought in all these homeless people to basically vote, and the... The townspeople caught on to their bullshit, and they were like, no, 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 So they put some stuff in place. And then went once the Rajneeshis <laughs> um, had no more use for these homeless people who didn't, like, share their beliefs and everything, mm-hmm. 
They kicked them out, sent them to Portland. Homeless people. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So that brings us to the bioterror attack, which is actually related to elections as well. Um, in 1984, um, the Rajneesh, Rajneeshi, which is the term for people in the, yeah, um, bioterror attack was the food poisoning of 751 individuals in the Dalles, Oregon, through deliberate contamination of salad bars at 10 local restaurants with salmonella. Huh. Um, <clears throat> it was headed up by, fuck, what was her name? Sheila, who was like the Bhagwan's right hand lady. Um, and it was, they hoped to, um, incapacitate the voting population of the city so that their own candidates would win the 1984 Wasco County elections. Hmm. Yes. Uh, the incident was the first and single largest bioterrorist attack in United States history, and the attack is only one of two confirmed terrorist uses of biological weapons to harm humans since 1945, the other one being the 2001 anthrax attacks. Hmm. That's cool. 2001 was not a good year for the United States. There are a lot of years that were not... None of the years have been good ones for the USA. I don't know, like 2009 to 2005. 15? No. Well, yeah, but, like, still. No. Uh, the still racism USA. and the sex. Yeah. yeah okay. Fair enough. What I'm saying is, like, we had 9-11 and the anthrax yeah. attacks. Yeah. So that's the Rajneesh movement. Um, I've actually known a lot of older people who have met members of the Rajneesh movement. Mm-hmm. Or, like, seen the Bhagwan. Uh, apparently he had, like, a Cadillac that he would ride through the streets in, kind of like the Pope, and just Mm. wave at people. (laughs) I don't know why I did Kramer hands. (laughs) So no suicide in this No suicide, just a biological terror attack. Interesting. I do want to double back to Heaven's Gate, though, really Mm -hmm. quick, and I just realized that we never really fully fleshed out the whole email thing, what we're talking about. They have a website, and if you go to the website, there's a contact button, and if you contact them, apparently they will still to this day respond to your emails. Um, yeah. (laughs) I really want to know who's doing the responding. It's a good website. It's beautiful. Mm. Totally 90s. Yeah, it never left the 90s. Nope. So. But if you want to get just a little bit creeped out, go send them an email. And then let us know what they said. Yeah, because I'm not doing it. Hmm. Um, so, cults associated with bioterror attacks. We have Om Shinrikyo, which is so much fun to say. Um, which is a Japanese doomsday cult founded by Shoko Ashihara in 1984. It gained popularity when it carried... Not popularity. Popularity is not the word I fucking wanted to use there. (laughs) It gained notoriety Mm, when they carried out the deadly Tokyo subway sarin attack in 1995, and they were found to have been responsible for another smaller sarin attack from the previous year. Sarin is a poisonous gas. Mm. I've listened to more about Om Shinrikyo than I ever wanted to hear in my entire life. Many people died. I don't have numbers. A lot? A lot. Actually, no, like 34 people. Mm. That's actually, no, that's a lot of people. It is, but I mean, compared to, you know, a thousand people committing suicide. Or 900, whatever Yeah. So, the group never confessed to the attacks, and those who carried them out did so secretly without being known to, like non-upper-level believers. Shoko Ashihara broadcast him saying that he was innocent through a radio broadcast on a signal they purchased in Russia and directed over towards Japan. Jeez. Yeah, they did a lot of shady-ass stuff. It sounds like it. I mean, I don't know how you do a cult non-shadily, but... Well, you know. (laughs) Um... So Om Shinrikyo has been formally designated as a terrorist organization by several countries, including North Korea, Russia, Canada, Kazakhstan, and the United States. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you don't really hear Kazakhstan being... No. The only time you ever hear that is if you watch the movie Bora. And talked or listened to the podcast last week when we Uh, briefly mentioned mentioned it. Yeah. Yep. That's about all they do over there, apparently. Yeah. So... Um, Om Shinrikyo, I believe, is still a thing. Oh, wow. They haven't done any more shady shit. Or they are still doing shady shit, but they haven't, like, poisoned more people. Someone go join it and then report back on what they say. Well, because they never admitted that they did it, so. Um, 
which is really the way to carry out a terrorist attack. Like, don't take credit for it. Just yeah. let it happen. Looking at you, ISIS. Yeah. <sighs> you could play a much smarter game by staying underground, but uh, not that I really want them to. Like, go ahead and keep bragging and make it easier to find you, you know? Yeah. So, those are, a, you know, bioterrorist attacks and cults. And then we have your sex-based cults. Sex cults. My sex favorite. cults. Um, these fucking guys. Pun intended. Pun intended. These fucking guys. Um, but these also have murder involved, so strap murder. your butts in. Murder so, and sex. This is my, if Heaven's Gate is my favorite cult, mm-hmm. Children of God is my least favorite fucking cult. I hate mm. them. I hate them so much. Um, fuck them. <laughs> Well, tell me about them so I can hate them, too. Okay. So they initially spread a message of, you know, salvation and the apocalypse and spiritual revolution and happiness and a distrust of the outside world. And they were all about the Jesus and, like, togetherness. Um, And then they were headed up by this guy named David Berg. Yes, David Berg, um, who was just a real piece of trash. Basically, I'm going to sum this up because if I get too much into it, I'm going to get really mad. Mm-hmm. Um, they started converting people using sex. Um, they they really pushed, like, sharing their women. Oh, okay. Um, so, sleeping with family members was also a oh, thing. Oh, wow. Um, and they, like, the David Berg, who also went by Moses... <laughs> sent out um, newsletters, I guess, called the Mo Letters, where he instructed people and counseled them on a lot of things, including sex, um, until he died in 1994. After his death, his widow, Karen Zerby, became the leader, taking the title of queen and prophetess, because garbage humans. Um, basically, I believe it was in the early 90s, um, they released kind of a manual advocating sexual contact with children. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, and the subject of it was a boy named Ricky Rodriguez, who was David Berg's son, um, also known as David Ito. And this this poor kid, like, he grew up, he tried to be normal. And then in 2005, he murdered his former nanny, whose name I don't have, um, who abused him as a child, and then he killed himself. Oh, poor kid. Uh, Children of God is still a thing. They go under a different name now, which I did not think to write down. Um, But they're still a thing. And certain celebrities like Joaquin Phoenix, River Phoenix, Rose McGowan grew up in Children of God. Um, and there's actually a documentary on Netflix that I cannot remember the name of right now, and it was made in the early 90s, so before the whole Ricky Rodriguez situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about a woman and her daughters after they kind of left the cult, and they were talking about how awful it is. And it was basically just this piece of trash David Berg wanting to have sex with everybody <laughs> and forming, like, this... Oh, God, he's awful. I hate him. Joaquin and River Phoenix. That's like a really high celebrity rate for a cult, I gotta say. Um, Well, it's kind of like Scientology, where your parents join it in the 80s, and then you're just there. Stuck in it, yeah. I guess the 70s. So was, like, Joaquin Phoenix's mom, like... I didn't look into it extensively, but he was on the list, but maybe. Um, I think Rose McGowan has done interviews about being, like, growing up in the cult. Um... Yeah, they're disgusting. Yeah, jeez. Um, last podcast and lift did a five-part series on them. Yeah, it was just a new level of horror every week. Jesus Christ. So this leads us to the Manson family. Oh, our favorite. We have, we've talked about them briefly. Oh, in Charlie. Good old Charlie. So first of all... I don't think Charles Manson is some kind of, like, manipulative genius. I think he's a career criminal who got very lucky. Yeah. He seems kind of just like a crazy He person. just talked out of his ass. Um, 
Yeah, I don't think Charles Manson is a genius in any way, shape, or form. He is very good at talking out of his ass, and he's fucking crazy. Yeah. And he's that kind of crazy where I think, like, compared with charisma, he just made people believe it. Yeah, I guess I could see that, like, you know, him just being so crazy that people are like, there's no way he's just crazy. You know, you kind of read into it too much. Yeah. Kind of like, I don't know, you look for patterns where there yeah. aren't any kind of a thing. Yeah. Um. So basically his whole message was the... Peace, love, fuck everybody. Not fuck everybody, but, like, fuck everybody. Like, fuck the world, or, like, ooh, baby, fuck the The second world. one. The second all right, one. All right, Free love, I Peace. believe. Yeah. Into sexy times. Yes. Um, and it later devolved in him, into him coming up with this idea of, like, an upcoming race war. Hmm. The whole helter-skelter thing. Yeah. Um, a lot to be said about Charles Manson. Uh, a lot of people call his group a commune, but they also believed in an upcoming apocalyptic race war and had weird religious-based ideas, and they looked up to a central leader. So it's a fucking cult. Eat a dick. That's what I'm calling it. Yeah. <sighs> they murdered some people. Um, yeah. Famous people. Yes. Uh, Sharon Tate, uh, Abigail Folger of the F- Folger Coffee Dynasty. Really? Yeah. Oh. And then uh, the LaBianca family the night after that. Um, and that was his followers who had really fun names. Like yeah. uh, Big Patty, Big Sexy Sadie, um, Squeaky From, yep. who threatened to kill a president. I think she pulled a gun on him and it didn't go off. I can't remember which president it was. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Kind of the basis, but... So, those are cults that you've heard of and what they did. And I think a lot of the interesting cults is, like, trying to figure out, like, why the fuck would these people mm-hmm. do this stuff? Like, what yeah. kind of person does it take to join a cult? Yeah. Are and you susceptible? Yes. That's exactly the word that I used. Um, and a lot of people who join cults are people who don't feel like they belong in normal society. and they Outcasts? Well, yeah. Rebels? Rebels? Yeah, and they want that feeling of acceptance, and cults can provide that. Um, it gives them something to hold on to in a community that makes them feel important and loved. And, like, Manson's whole deal when he was recruiting women is that he made them feel like they were special. And as gross as it might sound, like, I think to him they actually, like, were. Like, mm-hmm. he wasn't making that up. Yeah. But that's the whole thing, is if you make someone feel special enough... They'll do anything They will you. do anything for you. Kind of like you would kill for love kind of a thing. Yeah. You, know? you they, give them love. You brainwash them by giving them the attention that they're not getting from... Everywhere yeah. else. Yeah. Um, Om Shinrikyo also used that mentality in kind of like a less sexual way, and it offered a chance to gain, like, mystical powers. I'm not even shitting you with that one. Oh my God. Um, and power to... And I, I'm sorry to use this phrase, but, like, I don't know how else to put it... Um, a bunch of basement-dwelling anime nerds. Yeah. Um, because I believe one of the early names for Om Shinrikyo was, like, the Coalition of Mountain Wizards or something. Like, it yeah, was... there's a specific that's group the, of people that That's the group to. of people in, like, the Manson family recruited, um, like, teenage girls who didn't feel like they belonged. And, like, Heaven's Gate was, you know... People who believed in UFOs. Yeah. No, exactly. They each kind of take a corner of the weirdo market. Yeah. And... Cults are all about getting a group of people so dedicated dedicated to a cause that they will follow their leader to the ends of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's the whole thing. Like, the leader needs that power. Mm Because, yeah. Um, So there are some psychological traits that a lot of cults have in common. So all you guys, get your pens out, start making a checklist, because this is going to tell you if you're susceptible. Just in case you're in a cult. Um, yeah. The first is isolating people from society. So you move out to a remote area, which is what Jonestown did. Mm-hmm. Um, or you keep all your members in one place. Mm-hmm. So you have those communes. Mm-hmm. So uh, big time family feeling, but not with everyone else. Yeah, like Heaven's Gate all rented a big house, mm-hmm. and Manson family traveled together, and mm-hmm. yeah. These are some of the psychological traits. A powerful and exclusive dedication devotion to an explicit person or creed. So the leader demands that you worship, maybe not them specifically. But you worship something 100%. Yes. And you have to be the kind of person that can give that up. Yes. 
there is a very well thought out recruitment selection and socialization process. So it makes like people feel special. Yes, you target people. There is an attempt to maintain a psychological and physical dependency on the cult. Yeah. So you take all of their shit. Yeah. You have them sell it and they depend on the cult for for basic human needs. Yeah. Um, Consistent exploitation of group members specifically to advance the leader's goals, which in uh, the case of Children of God, Mm -hmm. they utilize something called flirty fishing which is where they'd send women and men out to have sex, or maybe not, not always, um, to have sex with people in order to get them, like, pulled in. Mm-hmm. It's gross. Like Fishing, I said, yeah. Basically I mean, prostitution. Yeah. But uh, religious prostitution. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Okay. Religious prostitution. You heard it here first, folks. Yes. Ultimately using psychological and physical harm to cult members, their friends, and relatives as a possible like threat mm-hmm. um i think a couple people who left the whatever jim jones's thing was called well yeah but they had an actual name people's temple yeah um there were a couple murders that were attributed to people leaving people's mm. temple it was never proved but hmm. most cults start their induction by trying to stop both indivi- individualistic and critical thinking um so they basically break you and then make you into one of them. Uh, yeah, so they get you much. to agree to it, and then... And they slowly t- take everything away and demand that you give more. So they take while you give, they mm-hmm. take while you give, and eventually you have nothing left to give, but you can't... And then you're entirely dependent, so your yeah, dedication is what you have left to give yeah. to them. Yeah, you're stuck. Um, and, like, with Children of God, like, um, a couple of the people they interviewed for that documentary, like... When they left, they had absolutely nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. Like, a couple of the girls, like, didn't know how to drive. They yeah. had no money, no job, no, no training, because they grew up in the cult. Yeah. No family, even, really, if you think about it, because all of them are being left behind in the cult. Yeah. They're not going to help you. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how they, they bring emotionally, not weak people, but... Vulnerable. Vulnerable people in, and they keep them. Mm-hmm. Um, which leads us to what makes a good cult leader. And by good, I mean a shitty one. Yeah. A big one is charisma. And, like, mm-hmm. I firmly believe that people like Charles Manson and Marshall Applewhite had that going for them because their ideas were fucking insane. Yeah. Um, and you need to be able to attract people and make them feel like they're the only person in the room when you speak to them. And very charismatic people have that going for them. Mm-hmm. And even if you are a sociopath, which isn't inherently bad... Having that charisma really helps. Like Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy, like they yeah, were super they were, charismatic yeah, and they charming. were smooth. Yeah. Yeah. So people let them get away with anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you need to be a people person, you need to be a charmer, a pleaser. And in some cases, being a smart business person also helps. And like in the case of Shoko Ashihara and Jim Jones, like they were very manipulative business wise. Yeah, I mean, you have to be if you're going to be running an operation that big and have foresight as to like where you're going with it. Yeah, because for Shoko Ashihara, like that was his big thing was the money aspect of it mm-hmm. and the power. And I believe that was the same with Jim Jones. Like, again, I say that Marshall Appleway, I think, genuinely believed what he was preaching. Yeah. So, being a good business person, um, I found a list, a big list, of personality traits that are usually found in cult leaders. I'm going to pick and choose because there's 50 of them. Yeah, we don't have all the time in the world, you know? (laughs) It's true. They demand blind, unquestioned obedience. And if you know anyone with these personality traits, you're probably in an abusive relationship and you need to talk to someone. Yeah. And I say that very seriously. Or if you have these personality traits, one, you're a garbage human, but two, you're probably going to have a really successful life as a cult leader. Yes. So um, They have a grandiose idea of who they are and what they can achieve. And I'd just like to point out that all of the pronouns in these, like, mm-hmm. bullet points are male pronouns. I mean, I don't is- know of any female cult leaders. No, I'm sure there are, and if you know of any, please tell me. But yeah, for the most part, it's men. Yeah. Um... Especially because a lot of cults started in the 70s and men still had, like, the majority of the power there. Anyways, but there were people like um, Sheila from the Bhagwan, the Rajneeshis. Yeah. 
and um, Karen Zerby from P- uh, They should have major roles, but yes. they're not usually the one that pulls people in and gets it started. Yeah. Um, yes. So back to the list. Uh, blind and question obedience rarely uh, re- requires excessive admiration from followers and outsiders. Um, has a sense of entitlement. Is exploitive of others by asking them for their money or that of relatives putting others at financial risk. Arrogant, exaggerated sense of power. Takes sexual advantage of members in his sect or cult. Um, sex is a requirement with adults and subadults as part of a ritual or rite. Children of God. Mm, yeah. Um, they released a statement that they never required mm. sharing as a thing in Children mm. of God, but from people inside the cult who have left, it was... Pretty much required. Yes. Um, hypersensitive to how they are seen or perceived by others. Jim Jones was a really bad one when it came to that. Mm-hmm. Um, publicly devalues others. This is great. This is a great list. This is a very scary list. Um, makes members confess their sins or faults publicly, subjecting them to ridicule or humiliation when revealing exploitable weaknesses. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Great. Um, doesn't seem to listen well to the needs of others. Communication is usually one way in the form of dictates. Mm-hmm. So selfish also. Um Anyone who criticizes or questions them is called an enemy. Has magical answers or solutions to problems. I'm sorry, I'm describing the President of the United States right now. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Treats others with contempt and arrogance. Mm-hmm. Rigid, unbending, or insensitive. Describes how this person thinks. Tries to control others in what they do, read, view, or think. Mm-hmm. Works the least, but demands the most. Yep. Oh my god, the United States of America is in a cult. Yep, we are a cult now. Welcome to the United States of cult. United cult of America. United cult of America. Culted states of America. There's a lot of ways you can rearrange that. Has stated that he is destined for greatness. When criticized, he tends to lash out, and not with just anger, but with rage. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so basically being in a cult is like being in a giant abusive relationship. With Donald Trump. Oh. Um, Melania, we feel for you. Oh, we're coming for you, honey. We'll get you out of there, don't you Oh, worry. look, number 15 is frequently boastful of accomplishments. Yep. You're basically just describing our president. Without the charisma of Charles Manson. Speaking of what... Did he actually go to jail for it? Oh, Charles because Manson? he didn't actually commit the murders. He was present for the LaBianca murders, but um, he did kill a drug dealer. So there was that. Um, I don't think he was actually convicted of that. Um, but he was charged with murder conspiracy because he told his followers to do it. Do it. Makes sense. So, oh my god. What? 45 on the list of signs that yeah some uh, has taken away the freedom to leave to travel to pursue life and liberty of followers yep okay um i read that list last night and i didn't put it together so this is a political podcast now man um okay so what is not a cult then like Uh, actually we will get to that in a moment um i just wanted to address the question of are all cults bad Mm-hmm. And the answer, ignoring the existence of Scientology and the Re- Republican Party, um, no, not all cults are bad. Um, there are some people out there that just believe some really weird shit, and they are minding their own business, and they are not hurting anyone. Yeah. Um, non-fundamentalist Mormons. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I mean... Possibly. But there are the fundamentalist Mormons who ruin it for everybody, or like the yeah. Amish. Like, they're yeah. not... They're not hurting anyone, no. but it's a minor sect of a religion, and it yeah. holds a lot of the same traits. It's in a gray area. So yeah. basically, don't join a cult, but if you're in one, like, don't hurt anyone, I think. Yeah. I mean, if it makes you feel loved, and you guys are being safe, and you guys are not hurting anyone else, like... And you're not forcing you're anyone to do anything. It's, yeah. Yeah. So not all cults are bad, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, mass suicide is illegal. Yes. Because suicide is illegal. It is. Uh, it has to be in order for cops to be able to stop you, or else you could sue police officers when they catch people before they jump off bridges or something. If they, like, so. get hurt. And, yeah. 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 
um, which has happened actually. That's why it's illegal now. It's because it's actually happened. Someone yes. tried to jump and a cop um, like interfered, and the guy like broke a bunch of bones and got really really hurt, and he sued the cop for stopping him. <laughs> Um, there is some legal gray area if you happen to be the person who convinced people to commit suicide. Um, people have been convicted for second-degree murder on those grounds. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Jim Jones technically guilty of second-degree murder. Of, yeah, of like 900 counts of it, so. Well, good thing he's dead. Yeah. So. Thank God. Um, what is or is not a cult? Do you want to play a game? We can. (laughs) Called cult or not a cult? Yeah. All right, I'm going to give you a thing, and you're going to tell me if you think it's a cult or not. Okay. Uh, Freemasons. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they give you a little bit more freedom, so kind of no. It's a gray area. There's sort of some levels. Yeah. Like the really intense Freemasons, it's a cult. Okay. But if you're a casual Freemason. Casual Freemasonry is not a cult. If it's like national treasure level Mm -hmm. of Freemason, then yeah, you're in a fucking cult. But I mean that they've been around so long that it's almost kind of like that widespread thing, you know? Just kind of like how Christianity, it's been around so long and it's so widespread and they're everywhere. I guess. So I mean, in that way, it's kind of not. Yeah. Um, Scientology. Yes. Yes, that's a cult. That's definitely a cult. Totes cult. If you or anyone you love is a Scientologist, call your dad. You are in a cult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless your dad is the one who got you into it. It's true. Calls anyone else. Um, so if you're Giovanni Ribisi, don't call your dad because mm-hmm. he is the one who got you into the cult. Mm. Uh, the Branch Davidians, who are best known for their work in Waco, Texas, during that whole standoff in the 90s. I have no idea. I've never heard of them. Oh, well. They are not technically a cult. They are religious fundamentalists since they branched off from an existing religion, Seventh-day Adventists, and they kept a lot of teachings the same. Hmm. Um, Wicca. No. It's kind of like the same with the Freemasons. It's a little bit of a cult in it's, some respects. but it, It's a branch of an already existing religion, it's, though. It's one of those... It's technically older than Christianity. But yes, I know. It's, it's, yeah, I would say it's not just because it's, it's a branch of, like, an existing religion that's been around, like, pretty much literally since the dawn of time. General consensus is that some forms of Wicca do fall under the cult heading, but yeah, it's not... It, it in itself... It's a Freemason-esque thing. Yeah. Um, and... It's, but they also don't have, like, a central, like, there's no, like, dude up at the front of Wicca, like... Yeah. Be Wicca! Like, it's not like a thing. It's true. Um, yeah. There are more, like, defined cults. Like, little. Like, there are offshoots that turn into cults. Yeah. But it in itself is not. And there, so. then there are some religions that definitely sound like cults. But are not. But aren't not technically. Um, I went out with a guy who I'm pretty sure was in a cult. Yeah. What was his religion? Do you know? It was, like, Universal United... Uni- I've heard of that, actually. They have churches everywhere. And I looked at their website because I was concerned. Yeah. Because of the whole arranged marriage thing. Which, incidentally, if you have been married at any point, please mention that on, like, the second date. Mm, Yeah. (sighs) Sorry. (sighs) Um, But... That particular religion that I can't remember the name of, they encourage people from all different religions to come and just have, like, a central... Yeah. Whatever. It wouldn't be a cult, then, because it... Exclusivity. But they, they, like, follow the teachings of one specific dude who's still alive. It's kind of weird. I know. So it's it's iffy. Um, Yeah, gray area. It's kind of like Mormonism until the Mormon leader guy died. Ugh. Mormonism. I know. Oh, trust me, I'm from small town Idaho. That's basically a clone of Salt Lake City, but miniature. I know. Tiny. It's like uh, mini me. Yeah, it's mini mo. More min. <laughs> um. So that is Colts in a That's nutshell, cult. in a pistachio shell. Yes, pistachio shell. Shell. I hope I did all right on our first episode of the Teach and Learn. Yeah, this will kind of give each of us a, you know, like a bit of a break, too. So uh, this is a more Emily-heavy episode. Next one will be very Ryan-heavy. This, so like this is a very, Emily goes down the rabbit hole, finds out this is a very, very broad fucking subject, and almost mm-hmm. loses her mind. Yeah, which I'm going to be doing next week, so join us. <laughs> um, so if you liked this podcast, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. We were also on Stitcher, Google Play, whatever, SoundCloud. 
Um, we are on Twitter at Afternoonified. We are on Instagram at Afternoonified. Uh, what did we not say? Website. Oh, our website is www.getafternoonified.com. Make sure that you donate, like we already said, so you can get one of our pretty, pretty postcards. And then make sure you tell us what your address is or else you're never going to get your yes. pretty, pretty postcard. Um, and you can also listen to past episodes. You can read up about us. Um, you can find more information for all of our episodes. We put up extra links um, yeah. that have more information. Yes. So just check us out. Find us. Interact with us. Be our friends, please. Um, I feel like there was something specific that I wanted to mention this week. We talked about donating. Um, if you're here because you listened to the last podcast on the left and you uh, saw Ben Kissel saw Ben Kissel retweet me, um, welcome. Please stay. I hope our vocal fry doesn't annoy you. Yeah. I promise we'll keep it a minimum. Um, And I want to thank Nicole Broder again for joining us last week. That was fantastic. So much fun. She was great. Unfortunately, I don't know anyone that is necessarily interviewable about next week. But maybe at some point I'll find someone. Maybe somebody knows a lot about poop. I forgot you were doing that episode. I'm doing a poop episode this season, so all you guys better stay tuned because it's going to be glorious. I think it's going to be shitty. <laughs> Technically, it will be, okay? <laughs> um, all right, so don't join a cult. If you want to know more about specific cults, tweet at Emily F. Coleman. I will hook you up. Or you can tweet at, I think it's Rye Haggerty. I don't even know my own Jesus Twitter handle. Christ. See the Rye Haggerty or RJ Haggerty, you'll know it's a picture of a lady. Um, me, specifically. <laughs> um, and you can ask me and I'll pass your questions on to Emily if you're scared of her, because I kind of am. But I'll, I'll, take, I'll bite the bullet for you guys. Wow. You're a dick. Yep. Um, and thanks again to Billy for requesting this episode. This was a nightmare. <laughs> All right. Bye! Bye.